Welcome new and old friends. My name is 242 and today 2 got us 9 glitch in the matrix stories. And she even got Miss Creepy Tales to join us to tell these tales. And please do remember to like, subscribe, share, and comment. But you can always wait for that Sunday word at the end. All of these things really help. Now, turn off your lights, make sure your doors and windows are locked. Things are about to get spooky. After another senseless beating, he was sent to bed without dinner again. He smiled quietly as he could hear his father writhing on the dining room floor in agony. The powder glass he snuck into the stew wrecking havoc on his insides. Flash a light into stop motion by TV. I have a pretty mundane glitch that was actually kind of creepy. And something about it was seriously unsettling. But I'm not really sure what the heck it was or what it was about. What's worse is it wasn't just me that experienced it. My boyfriend also saw the whole thing play out. It actually happened just the other day. So the whole thing is still pretty fresh in my memory. I was downstairs in the laundry room trying to fill the washing machine with a load of laundry. And when I get to the end of the current basket, I determine there's a bit more space left in the machine. I yell for my boyfriend to bring down another basket so that I could finish filling it. He rushes up, grabs one, and then rushes downstairs to get it to me. I start loading the clothes into the machine and get it filled up. And as soon as I close the lid on the machine... The light in the laundry room seems to go out. I kind of screamed as it scared me, mostly because of the timing, and my boyfriend just laughs at me, mentioning that the breaker must have tripped or something. I asked him to go check, and he went over to where the switch was and commented they had been flipped to the off position. That was obviously weird, as we both were there by the washing machine, and it wasn't a huge deal. I just thought maybe I didn't flip it on all the way, and timing was just impeccable. That's when it got weird. My boyfriend flipped the switch back to the on position, and as soon as the light clicked on, the room was filled with the brightest flash of light I have ever seen. It was as if someone had taken the flash of a Kodiak camera and turned it up to 11. What was weirder was that it wasn't just a flash and then gone. It was a bright flash, and then it was like it faded in slow motion. Like it was dialed up, and then someone was slowly turning it back down. As the light faded, I saw what looked like silhouettes on the person walking from the door to the washing machine, and then saw them loading what looked like clothes into the washing machine, and then saw a second silhouette walking down with another basket of clothing. It took me a few moments to realize what I was seeing, but I was basically watching what had just happened in some sort of detailless playback form. After a few seconds, the whole thing played out and it was over, and the light was gone. I just stood there staring at the room, and then over to my boyfriend. But the look on his face screamed what I was thinking. I asked him if he saw what I had just seen, and he just kind of nodded and like, yep, let's not talk about it ever. I said, okay. Checked to make sure the washer had kicked on and then walked towards the door to go back upstairs. We both went up and didn't talk about the freaky event that we both just witnessed. Unfortunately, that's the whole story. We saw this play out, we haven't really discussed it because it was weird, and neither one of us has ever seen anything like it since. The laundry got done as normal, if anyone cares, and the basement still feels completely like a normal room. No idea what it was, but if anyone has any thoughts, please do feel free to share them. 
My cheating, abusive husband always leaves strict instructions about what he wants for dinner and makes me taste test his meals before he eats it. Because he is paranoid, I might someday poison him. Tonight, I smiled as I taste the meal, the portrait of a perfect wife. Because after all, I'm not the one that's deadly allergic to peanut butter. I seamlessly melted into the marinara. A Glitch at the Park Translated by Jay Nightmares This happened when I went to a theme park in Nagasaki with three friends. The sun set in the blink of an eye, and we were having a great time, riding on various attractions, eating, and enjoying the illumination lights. It had rain and it was a little damp, but overall, it was great. We moved towards an attraction inside a palace, and there was a huge line of people waiting to get in. Since I guess we would be waiting for a while, I took the chance to go to the bathroom, and when I came back, I couldn't find my friends anywhere since the line of people seemed to have doubled. I called one of my friends, and they answered straight away. Sorry, where are you guys? I heard my friend's side of the call, and it sounded really noisy like there were in a crowd of people. Can you raise your arm so we can see you? I asked. Yes, come find us. She replied through the intermittent static. I hung up, and I tried to find a bit of free space in the crowd to make it easier for my friends to find me. However, I didn't see any of my friends or any arms up in the air. I gave them a call back and said, Hey, sorry, I can't find you yet. Have you still got your arm up? There in the crowd, I saw an arm raise up. I pushed through the crowd to get to them. But when I reached the place I thought they were, I couldn't find them. Someone else had their arm up. I was about to call them back when I saw someone with their arm up in the small grove of trees behind the crowd. I wondered as I grew closer to them on why they had chosen such a strange place to wait for me. I saw my three friends beckoning to me in the wooded area. I started to speed up to reach them since they were receding into the tree line. And just as I was about to start jogging, I felt a hand land on my shoulder. Where are you going? One of my friends asked. Where have you been? She asked. I didn't know what was happening. They had just been waving me over to the trees, yet now they were in front of me. I turned back to the trees and there was no one there. I told my friends about what I had just experienced, and I pointed out that I have even spoken with one of them over the phone. But they just stared at me confused and showed me their call history. If I hadn't spoken with any of them, then who did I speak to? And who were the people calling me into the woods? I was so confused, I couldn't enjoy the rest of our time at the theme park. I couldn't get what had just happened out of my head. Since the park was so big, we decided to take a boat ride back to the entrance. Taking in some of the illumination and scenery should have calmed me down a bit. But it didn't. Something else happened. As we were down the canal in our boat, there was a bridge up ahead, and there were four figures stood on the bridge. I can remember it so clearly. I saw all four of us on that bridge. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I turned to my friends to see if they were shocked as I was, but it was as if they couldn't see them. I looked back at them on the bridge. This time, I couldn't turn away. I felt as if I was frozen in time. Those doppelgangers stared back at me and grinned. Our boat went under the bridge, and I turned to get another look at them. But when we came out the other side, they had disappeared. I have no idea if this was some sort of glitch in the Matrix, 
Or if I was looking into a parallel universe or something. I just remember how horrifying the whole experience was to me. It was uncanny, and I often see those doppelgangers when I shut my eyes. Was something calling me? I will update if anything else happens. The fireplace was so cozy, and Joseph distinctly wondered why he had never tried to sit this close to it before. The search party found the missing boy frozen to death in the ice-cold fireplace of the abandoned house. Changing Mall by Anonymous My parents and I have both experienced Glitch in the Matrix in the past couple of days. One of the experiences was long, too. It happened at the mall. We had a weird experience there before, but always just thought it was coincidence. After this, my mom and I definitely believe there's something paranormal slash off about that area. First off, let me explain the layout of the mall. I would consider this mall to be pretty big. There's a main part of the mall, and all around that there's a bunch of strip malls. It's easy to get lost and disorientated. The mall is also in a rural area. It's hilly and there's lots of trees and shrubs around. We drove into the parking lot. At first we noticed it kind of is empty, but don't think anything of it. The mall tends not to be crowded, and that's why we chose to go there. Once we enter the mall, my mom and I go our separate ways. The first thing we both noticed that seemed odd was everything seemed sluggish and the mall appeared to be way smaller. We didn't think much of it, since this was the first time we'd been there in five years or so. So let's fast forward to the point where we're done shopping and want to leave. This is when things got weird. We had decided to meet up at Marcy's. I was in Marcy's a couple minutes before and was familiar with the layout. I went to the area my mom said she was, looked around, but couldn't find her. We kept in contact, texting back and forth, and tried to better explain where we were. After about 25 minutes of that, I got frustrated and decided to meet her at the sitting area outside the Marcy's. We call each other, say we are sitting outside, but we still can't find each other. Then my mom mentioned she is near the Forever 21, which annoyed me, because the Forever 21 isn't near the Marcy's, is near the J.C. Penny, which our mom did go to when we first got to the mall earlier in the day, but I figured that she probably would have left and went into Marcy's. When I told her she was at J.C. Penny's that whole time, she was confused, but we brushed it off. We did think it was weird the layout was the same and there was nothing to indicate that she was at a different store, like during checkout. Now the drive is when things got weirder. So this mall isn't close to my mom's house. It's about 25 miles, and that drive usually takes around 45 minutes. We have done this drive a lot, and I went to school in the area. The mall has always been 15 minutes drive from the school, and the school has always been 30 minutes from the house. First off, we needed to make a stop. It seemed like we got to the exit quickly, but didn't think anything of it. We got what we needed from the pharmacy and headed home. It took 15 minutes. My mom even looked at the clock because she remembered thinking it was odd. And I just used the map to the pharmacy, and it's 21 miles, a 31-minute drive. She wasn't speeding, because she never does speed. It was like a chunk of the drive disappeared. Last week was glitchy, but this was the weirdest of all the experiences. I always enjoy the look of children's faces as they swing back and forth in the park. 
It's just a pity that all too soon somebody always insists that they have to be cut down. Ring from Alternate Timeline appeared in my dryer by you slash Millennium Falcor. A little over a decade ago, I was married to a man, and in the throes of a struggle with anorexia, which in hindsight, I think was inflamed by my inability or refusal to look at the fact that I'm gay, needing to believe that staying in my marriage was the right thing to do, I began obsessing over a very specific and unusual ring that I wanted for a vow renewal. I hadn't gotten a ring the first time. This was a quantum or fantasy cut mystic topaz in white gold. That's important. And just to stress the point of how strange a ring it was, I used to work in fine jewelry and have never saw one like it come through my store. Fast forward 10 or so years, past my reconciliation with my sexual orientation, my coming out, my recovery from anorexia, and marrying a woman to June of last year. I was preparing to go on a camping trip with my wife and two friends, and I was getting a couple of loads of laundry done before we had to leave. I heard something rattling around the dryer, but naturally, I assume it was a quarter or a button or something. When the cycle was done, I went to retrieve the clothes, and as soon as I opened the door, Something fell onto the floor. A three-carat, quantum fantasy cut mystic topaz ring in 14K white gold. Incidentally, it's three sizes too small. I have turned this around in my brain so many times, examining it from every possible angle. The specificity of it is something that I've never been able to get over. This is the kind of ring you have made custom. And it fell out of my fucking dryer. It wasn't until today that it struck me. Could this have belonged to me in another timeline? One in which I never left my ex-husband, never came out, and never recovered. One in which I continued losing weight, had the vow renewal, and would need this very specific ring to be three sizes smaller than the size that I wear here and now. Though... My wife thoroughly believes it to be pure coincidence. I can't accept that. It's just too weird. My wife did not know about the ring, or at least it's very unlikely. To my recollection, I never mentioned it to her. It was tied to another life with another partner in a very painful time, which I didn't even really like thinking about, let alone discussing. I myself had put it out of my mind, and it wasn't until I found it that all those pictures that I'd saved to my old computer came rushing back to me. My wife and I wear the same ring size, also shoe size, so it's unlikely that she would have mistakenly bought or ordered given how unusual the ring is, such a small size. In case anyone is wondering, the ring is a 5.25, and my wife and I wear an 8.5. We also don't have the kind of money to make such purchases. My wife does not believe in manifestation and is one of the most honest and authentic people that I have ever known, so I can't imagine she would lie about not recognizing it. I don't know what she would stand to gain. It's extremely unlikely that my ex purchased the ring for me before we split up and could not have been hidden in my clothes, only to come loose from a pocket after this year's. My ex was not a gift giver. I think the only gift he has ever bought me was a paperback book for one birthday. He was not a fan of the idea of a vow renewal and I think the idea was largely an obsession or personal fantasy to distract me from the internal crisis that I was avoiding. Further, my style and size have changed dramatically since he and I were together. 
I can think of only one garment that I still own, that I owned at the time and it's an oversized t-shirt that I sometimes sleep in, which has no pockets just to mention. On the same theme, I now live in a different house in a different town and have since a few months after he and I split up. We drew the stairway on the mirror using mom's lipstick, turning off the lights and staring at it until the queen of spades began descending down it. I just wish one of us remembered that the lipstick was smear-free. Strange things have been happening, and mom has also noticed. By Junior Winner 4344 Well, I live with my mom, and at first things would disappear, like I would leave my phone charger on the table and it would disappear, and then five minutes later it would appear on that table again. First it was like, whatever. Then it started happening more and more, often with other things. One time while I was at work, my mom called me and she was like, when did you change your bed sheets? And I was like, what? I still have the blue ones. And she was like, no, you have a red one now. And I was like, no, you're just imagining things. And she walked in her room that moment and she was like, oh, what the hell? I know I saw them red earlier. When I walked in there, I was like, it was your imagination. Now, the other thing that just happened to both of us confirms that something's happening, something strange. We were at Walmart the other day, and she got a bottle of some hand soap. She was like, smell it? I'm like, it smells good, like lemon. And I read the label in the front of her very clearly, lemon-scented hand soap. I told her, perfect, we can put this one in the bathroom to wash our hands. So a few days pass, and today I finished using the restroom, and I was going to wash my hands. But we had no soap, and I told my mom, where's the lemon hand soap we bought the other day? So she was like, it's under the sink, so I went and grabbed it, opened it, and squeezed the nozzle. It wasn't soapy, it was a weird texture. I'm like, okay. So I called my mom to the restroom, and I'm like, this soap doesn't work. She was like, how strange, and she picks it up. Her face went pale. I'm like, what's wrong? And she was like, remember you reading the label the other day and it clearly said lemon-scented hand soap? I was like, yep, why? She turns the bottle around and it said lemon-scented body lotion. I instantly knew that was wrong. I'm like, what the hell? That just confirms what I was suspecting all along, that we're having a lot of glitches lately and maybe even going to a parallel universe or something. I know it sounds lame, but I'm glad I now have my mom as a witness to this that's happening and I'm not crazy or imagining things. What do you guys think is happening? Glitches, parallel universe switching, or could the house be haunted? And some ghosts are messing with us? I enjoyed the process of taxidermying butterflies until I heard blood-curdling whispers in my head at 3am in my room. Our poor souls are lost once again, now that our wings and bodies drop dead in display boxes for your monstrous amusement. So we will now take yours instead. My Parallel Universe Xbox slash Game Disc by Sparoke Narrated by Miss Creepytales Sometime in 2020, I think around March, before the UK lockdown, me and my cousin were playing Tekken 7 on my Xbox. Out of nowhere, 
the game crashes and goes back to the Xbox home, and so I thought. Oh, must have been a little malfunction. I click on the icon to start playing again, and a message that says, Enter a disc to play this game, pops up. I knew from there that the disc must have gotten stuck, and so was my gutted, but not too much, as I only play the Xbox when my cousin is around, and also, I have the game on PC. The whole of 2020 goes by, and I didn't or couldn't get my Xbox fix due to the pandemic, and I wasn't too fussed on it, as again, I didn't really play it. One of my sisters and I tried to get the disc out manually. There was a manual ejection button that you could press with something thin, so we used a paperclip. That didn't work, and we accidentally lost the paperclip inside the Xbox. And then, we even opened the Xbox up, trying to see if we could access the reader to get the disc out, but we needed a specific screwdriver for that, so no luck there. We eventually gave up and my sister checked the game case, just in case, but no game was in it. Around April of 2021, I decided that it's time that I get the Xbox fixed, as my older sister was getting married in a couple months' time, and so she was over frequently, and family would be over soon to help with preparations and etc., and so it might be used to play. I took it to my local electronic experts and told them the problem that a disc was stuck inside and they said no problem, that it will be around 20 euros. However, if the reader happens to break while they're taking the disc out, it will cost more than usual, and I say fine and to leave it to them. I then receive a text the same day from them saying that it's ready to be collected and will only cost 20 euros. And so I remember being happy as there was no damage done. I go to the shop and they proceed to tell me that there was no disc in the drive. I was utterly confused. My immediate thoughts were that they were scamming me and that they took my disc. They're a trusted company, but I was so disoriented by this. Or that maybe they didn't really check. So, I asked if they put another disc in, and they said yes, and that it works completely fine. They also found the paperclip me and my sister lost, and returned it to me in a small Ziploc bag. I then said thank you and paid and left, still confused and even phoned my sister, who couldn't answer as she was in a meeting. So, I texted her everything, to which she then phoned me soon after. I tell her that they didn't find the disc, and I think they may have taken the disc, still believing this outrageous hypothesis that I made. I go home, and just to make sure that I'm not going crazy, I check the Tekken 7 case. And what do you know? The game is there. I remember telling my sister this over text and she phoned me again also confused, stating that she checked the game case on the night we opened the Xbox up, just to make sure that I wasn't being silly. But it really wasn't there. I still don't know what happened and I asked both my mom and dad, even though they never touched the Xbox, if they had maybe seen the disc and put it back in and they both denied. I then thought, maybe a guest or an extended family member came over and saw it and then put it back. But then I remember that it was locked down, so no one would have been at our house anyways. This really sucked, as it meant that I could have used my Xbox for the past year, but I didn't. But... You couldn't blame me as I was 100% sure that there was a disc inside. I genuinely would have betted my life on the fact that there was a disc inside. I've got several far-fetched explanations, but they are all a reach, 
and I genuinely believe that I and my family, or by Xbox, entered a parallel universe or something, or experienced memory loss from carbon monoxide poisoning, as these explanations just do not make sense. Explanation 1, which is the most realistic one. Me and my cousin were actually playing on my PC. This doesn't make sense, however, as I and him specifically remember playing on the Xbox. We also always play on the Xbox when he's here anyways, as it's much easier than getting my laptop out, then plugging the HDMI in, etc. And also, I remember the message about entering a disc coming up. Explanation 2, which is very far-fetched, that after a while, out of autopilot, I maybe saw the disc ejected and put it back in the case but forgot. This obviously doesn't make sense as I would have remembered something like this, even if it was autopilot, due to the seriousness of the situation, which is my Xbox potentially being broken. Also, I remember my sister opening the game case and seeing no game in there. She also opened the other game cases just in case. I am not here for an explanation, but just to share my story. Although, if you have one, I would love to hear it. My wife was sound asleep as I looked through my bedroom window at 3 a.m., and saw the strange man just standing there with a knife in the dark, grinning. I threw down my cigarette and ran for the door, but he had locked me out of the house. How My Perspective of Reality Changed Forever by Sense Amelia before this story starts, I just want to warn that this story has a death, eating disorder, mental illness, and drug use in it. Good morning. I like to start by saying that English isn't my first language, and I hope this won't affect the understanding of my writing. I wanted to share a story from my high school years that totally changed the way I look at reality. I don't know if I can call it a glitch in the matrix, but hear me out. And prepare yourself. It's a really long story. Roughly 10 years ago, I was a restless 15-year-old developing a range of mental issues, from depression and bulimia to extreme anxiety that led to heavy drug addiction a few years later. All caused by my emerging borderline personality disorder. I'm almost four years clean, I think, and I found a sort of balance right now, so I'm happy for myself. I'm saying all of this to paint the picture of those difficult years and the impact this event caused had on me. At the time, I met a person in school, LL, notorious to be that edgy emo that sung in a metal band kid, and me wanting to be an edgy emo girlfriend of a metal band kid, I was super invested. He was particularly weird, not in tune with this world. He lived in his reality, and having to survive in this world was hard. Like, he had difficulty understanding the basic rules of the society. And I relayed so much with that. Once, he fought with his parents and walked 20 kilometers in the middle of the night and walked through the woods just to come to my garden. Left a heartfelt two-page letter in the patio, and spent the night walking through the countryside near my village. I still have that letter. On the other hand, I had a hard time believing what he was saying to me. His stories were always a little too good. He always found himself in shenanigans or adventures, and I took these as stories, nothing more. We still enjoyed each other's company as the weird, infamous weed-smoking emo couple. But there was a story he told me secretly with such heartfelt emotions that it struck me and I vividly remember that day. He confessed to me that he believed he was an indigo child, and he knew when he would die. 
I was perplexed but intrigued and asked him for more information. Throughout his life, he always had this realization or intrusive thought that accompanied him, and he came to accept his fate. LL would die at 19, in a lot of pain. He saw beside him blood and syringes and no drugs involved. Cut. We got contact sometime after, when my drug addiction inevitably drove me away from all my previous close friends, preferring other teenage heroin addicts. Years later, when I was 17 and still in high school, I remember that particular moment so clearly in my mind, like this happened yesterday. We were preparing to leave for the day at 1pm, and in the halls a large amount of people were in clear shock. I asked one of my friends what all the fuss is about, and she told me that LL was killed. My first reaction? I laughed. For a second, in my delusional mind, I thought that he trolled everyone, or trying to joke leverage on the fact that he always elaborated stories about himself. For 15 minutes, I was blissfully delusional until someone else had more details. He was riding his bike with his bandmates to practice. When he crossed the street, a driver of a big truck transporting gravel didn't see him and crushed him under the wheels of the vehicle. But at the time, LL wasn't dead. He was immediately transferred to an ambulance where he died. Surrounded by pools of his own blood, and paramedics trying to deal with multiple organ damage and internal bleeding. In that precise moment, what he said to me years prior resurfaced in my memory, and I literally froze. I could see myself in a third-person perspective. There was my life before, and there was my life after that event. I really don't know how LL predicted his death, knowing so much that he described the exact moment to me, down to his precise age. After this, I really don't know what to think. I don't have any conclusions. I'm afraid. I'm still baffled to this day. If you have some similar stories, please share. I really need to try to understand what's happening here. How is that possible in a world where future isn't already written? Sorry for the long post. I thought you might enjoy my experience. I will always remember LL, my edgy emo kid. If you're interested in the letters, I still have it. I can show you. It's in Italian, but I can translate it for you. After being chased by vampires through the forest, gasping and wounded, we finally reached a shallow river where the flowing water should be able to ward them off. Before we could cross through, my last surviving companion squeezed my wrist in a death grip and grinned at me, saying, Well, this has gone on long enough, hasn't it? Missing Time in the Abandoned House Translated by Jane Nightmares About a 30-minute walk from my apartment, there is an old abandoned Japanese-style house. I am quite familiar with this building. On my route to and from high school, when I'm in the mood for a change of scenery, I pass the house. The abandoned house has been there for ages, and there's no nameplate on the house. The garden is overgrown with weeds, and the garage is wide open that you can see that it's filled to the roof with all sorts of garbage. It's a two-story building. The cracked and broken windows are caked with dirt and years of accumulated dust. Their windows are so clouded up that you cannot see inside. I was never really interested in it. It was just a part of the scenery to me. Something to look at on my way home. One day, on my way home from school, as I was passing by that house, I heard something. 
some kind of tapping. I thought it might be someone nearby doing some construction work, so I didn't pay it much mind. Then, pretty much the same thing happened to me after about a week. The same tapping sound coming from nearby the abandoned house. I thought, huh, that's weird. The construction work is still ongoing a week later. This was pretty much routine every time I passed the abandoned house for a while. The sound of something tapping or banging, whatever you want to call it. It was weird, but who cares, I thought. Something was repeating itself every time I walked by, like it was a record skipping, or it was stuck on loop. Was it coming from the house? A really strange feeling came over me, and I felt incredibly anxious, but I didn't want to leave. I stood outside staring at the abandoned house. It was obvious that no one lived in that house, but I felt that there was something going on in there. Maybe someone trespassing. I didn't know if I should report it or not. And just as I was considering this, a police officer showed up on a bike. He was pretty young, and I told him about the strange repetitive sounds that I've been hearing. He listened to what I had to say while nodding and making agreeing noises. We didn't hear the tapping sounds, though. The police officer said, Well, I will make a report, but you better head home. It's getting pretty dark. I thought he was just saying that to get rid of me, since I was just a kid. I doubted that he was going to make a report. Then, he paused, perhaps considering the way he just fogged me off, and said, Hey, I'll go and check out the house. He unlocked the gate and carefully walked through the weeds. I followed him. We arrived at the front door, and he tried to open it, but it was locked. We walked around looking for another point of entry, when we heard the tapping sound starting up again. Is anyone there? He called out. We went around the back and found a window open, so then he crept through it. It was dusk and still mildly bright out, and I waited outside for the officer to return. After about 15 minutes, he didn't come back. I was getting freaked out. I called out to him, but he didn't respond. The only response I had was that strange tapping sound. I pulled out my phone and called the police and shortly after I ended the call, two other police officers arrived at the scene. They tried radioing the young officer who went into the house, but they couldn't reach him. It began to get dark and the police officers wanted to keep me around. I couldn't leave now. They went inside that house and I was so scared for them, but they returned and they said no one was inside. Did the young officer leave the house from some other exit? Or has he just disappeared? We left the house that night, not understanding what had happened. It stayed on my mind. After a couple of days, I was still concerned about the young officer, so I went down to the local police station to ask about him. I was fully expecting them to say that he was fine, but when I got there, I saw his photo on the notice board. The words beneath his picture said, Missing person. I found out from the other two officers that the abandoned house had been searched multiple times, but the officer was still unaccounted for, as is the original owner of that house. They told me that they found his hat in there, but no other clue or hint of what happened. I don't know what on earth happened in there. Was the officer spirited away? Was it some glitch in the matrix? Will he appear somewhere else down the line? Who knows? I still can't believe it happened right in front of me. One thing I feel is certain is that if you ever hear a tapping sound coming from an abandoned building, don't bother investigating it. Update after four months, a 300-man search for the officer has yielded no results.
Be not afraid, be not afraid. The young angel muttered to himself as he prepared for the first time seeing a human. But the words caught in his throat, his eyes widened in horror as he watched helplessly as the first man he saw fish hacking off a little boy's arms. Pretty Sure I Slipped in the Shower and Died by Concert Sufficient 966 I know this story is going to sound weird and crazy, but hear me out. I'm not too familiar with this subreddit, but a friend of mine who always talks about the metaphysics, Twilight Zone, simulation type stuff, loves this sub, and keeps telling me to post this. In fact, no doubt he'll read this. Hey Zane. Anyway, here's my story. Two weeks ago, I'm about to get ready for the party at 6. Just before I started getting ready, one of my friends messaged me super excited because a boy she had a crush on for the last four years finally asked her out, and he was coming with her to the party. While I was texting her back, my younger brother walked into my room and asked if I could drive him to his friend's house, which I agreed to do. Then I went to the bathroom to have a shower and do my makeup. So I got in the shower, but when I went to wash my hair, I realized my conditioner was finished. I was pretty ticked off because I'd only just bought it a couple days beforehand, and it's an expensive brand. My younger sister always uses my things, so I knew she used it all. She also trashed the bathroom, leaving water everywhere and her dirty towel on the floor. I was pissed off and was about to get out of the shower in order to tell her off and get some more conditioner, but as I went to get out... I realized at the last second that she had kicked the grippy mat that we have at the bottom of our shower tub up. Our shower slash tub is super slippery without that grip mat. So as I went to step out, my foot slipped and I fell with my neck down onto the edge of the tub. Time seemed to slow down in my head and I remember my last thought was, Wow, this is how I die? How stupid. But... Here's the thing, the moment of impact, I woke up with a start back in my bed. I know it sounds stupid and cheesy, like something from a dumb Netflix show, but there's literally no way to describe what happened. I was laying in bed right before I got up to shower the first time, but I don't remember falling asleep. The thing is, I've been a lucid dreamer for the last five or so years, and if this was a dream, it was way more vivid than anything I had ever experienced. What weirded me out, though, was the exact same friend who texted me the first time messaged me after I woke up to tell me that the boy she had a crush on had asked out another girl, and she was pretty bummed about it and didn't want to come to the party. I was weirded out that there was some similarities between that and the dream, but I didn't think much of it at first. As I went to reply, my younger brother came in and asked if I could take him to his friend's house. All the blood drained from my face. He just stood in the doorway looking confused and asked me what was wrong. I rushed into the bathroom, feeling like I was losing my fucking mind, and went to check the conditioner bottle. I know this sounds completely crazy, but the bottle was finished just like before, and the grip mat was kicked up. At that point, I went to lay back down in bed and text my friends to tell them that I wouldn't be going to the party. Sorry if my story is no good. I'm not much of a writer. But at least now you can stop telling me to post this here, Zane. Ever since I was five, the strange man kept a distance of 50 feet away from me, making it impossible to see his face. But now, as he stood above the unconscious body of my abusive husband, after having beaten him almost to death... I could recognize the face of my late father. 
with that, we're near the end of this video. As always, I would like to thank the writers who let me read their stories, and also, of course, Miss Creepy Tales, who helped me bring some more to life. I really enjoyed this group together, and I personally think it's a great way to start your month with a little glitch in it. Now, if you enjoyed these stories, hit that like button and make sure it feels it. If you're new, subscribe and turn that pretty little bell to all notifications. And of course, sharing these stories with anyone who might enjoy them also helps as well. You'd be very shocked just how much liking a video really helps or watching to the very end. But if you'd like to help in other ways, I do have a Patreon, merch, and PayPal. And with the Patreon, for a dollar a month, you get early access to all the audio and a bonus story as well. All the links are down below or on the screen right now. But as always, I would love a comment, but I gotta get you that Sunday word first. On screen right now and on Twitter is everyone who wrote me a sentence using last week's word. And as always, I truly love comments. Keep them coming. Now, on to this week's word, which I'm going to make it a little complicated for you. Because I gotta make everything so complicated. Sorry, I lied, because the word is lie. So, as always, write me a sentence down below using this word, or go to Twitter, adding me, and again, using this word, and you'll be on next week's photo. But as always, guys, thank you for watching and listening. It really means the world to me. Sleep tight and don't let 42 bite.